FM Rewind, Power 88.1, Area Code. We are taking reference in light of an incident that happened in the East Rand where recently a 13-year-old teenager was arrested in the morning of the 16th of February 2024. And that was after he reportedly shot his president at a local school in Primrose. So the 51-year-old principal um, has been taken to a local hospital and is recovering right. So joining us on the line um, in regards with that is uh, she's better known as Mama T to her students. And uh, her name is Pauline Masemola. She is a teacher. Um, she is teaching uh, home language as well as English first additional language. And she has been teaching for 16 years now. So she definitely should know a thing or two about students. Um, Mama T, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to Area Code. Thank you um, for taking the time to speak to us. Usually we speak about bullying in schools um, among students. And not a lot of times is it spoken about when it comes to teachers. But another thing that is hardly spoken about a lot is the reasons um, and what goes into a a learner's mind when they're going to be bullying a teacher or when they're going to be acting in a particular way. Can you please elaborate on that? Thank you, Tamu. Um, Good morning to the listeners as well. Thank you for having me. Um, We have learners bullying teachers and bullying other learners in schools because of uh, various sectors and I would just touch up on two or three factors, um, if you allow me. Um, one, I have here um, the policies in the in place in the department, um, which, for instance, the the progression policies whereby learners end up being frustrated because they get older and when they proceed to higher grades they have content gap and that brings in frustration and they uh, they end up being violent we have here i am i have here another point um that is the home background students coming from dysfunctional home situations um whereby they are exposed to violence like gender-based violence and not having enough um, parental support that can bring our learners to be uh, violent in schools as well, bully other learners and teachers. We have other factors again, um, social factors. For instance, in our community, whereby we we having community members selling substances to our learners. Um, it might be cigarettes, it might be liquor, marijuana or dacha, you know, being the common drug that is sold to these learners at a young age. So, yeah, um, having all those factors, I think, contribute to what our learners being violent, turning violent, and and yeah, well, behaving 
Well, Mamati, you spoke of things that one did not really consider as such because we usually look at the outcome or rather at the reaction and not um, looking at the causal factors, which a background being some of um, one of them, one would not really consider that, especially um, you would find in some instances that a child at school does behaves a different way and at home they also portray a different kind of behavior you know and how do you then deal with that as a teacher do you consider such things when you're going to discipline or speak to a student of course we do consider sage um we follow the due process i mean if a learner behaves in a in a in a different manner we we always engage with parents um, we call up a parent meeting. We we discuss uh, the matter with the parent and obviously come up to a, a, a resolution about such a behavior. So um, in 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 most instances, we would know if the learner has has learned that um, maybe from peer pressure or it it. it, it it, it becomes clear in our discussions whether the the, the learned behavior is, is from home or uh, from social instances, from social that is a very mm. interesting one and I guess it's one that one never thought of as well. Taking example mm. with the incident that happened with a 13-year-old having shot the principal and of mm. course the reasons aren't clear as to what happened as yet. All we have is a CCTV TV footage that shows that part, you know, and mm. investigations are still going on. But in mm. an instance... Where now a learner does not want to listen. I understand you spoke of the processes that have to do with parents' mm. evenings um, or parents' meetings to discuss mm. the child's progression and also the child's behavior. In this particular mm. instance, could the child be going through, and this is speculation, by the way, hence I'm asking um, for your confirmation. Could the child be possibly going through mental ills as well that could be affected by the factors you mentioned? Um, I, I, I believe so. Um, like I said, they are contributory factors. Um, let me say this. For instance, we, as a school community, we have other stakeholders and which sometimes prove to be just a theory. Um, for instance, um, the, the, the behavior could be a, a result of an ongoing, um, say, emotional trouble from home. So we we having social services. We having the SAPS adopt the COP concept. We have the school safety um, uh, policies in place, but that can oftentimes prove to be a theory because you you ask yourself where would a thirteen year old get a gun from? And obviously, he I mean the learner is not licensed to use or to possess such a firearm. So exactly. um, we 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 could we could get help from social services but then their unavailability becomes a concern because like i said um i'm in a i'm i'm, I'm working at a rural village and 
we we don't see them. We we ask for their services, but they take time. They they take time to show up and and come maybe and discuss or 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 or, or teach our learners about certain matters. So yeah, we we we, we can safely say. They they are not helping. They are there, but they are not helping. Well, I'm going to come back to that point because I think it's a very important one. Um, but can we go oh. back to students and their behavior? Do they usually mm. um, give warning signs or maybe uh, act in a particular way that shows you that this is heading towards this direction and therefore I must take caution as a teacher? Or do they just abruptly um, maybe just act out when frustrated? Um, it differs from situations, okay. but in most instances, the learners respond to say bullying. All right. Yes. Um, bullying that might have happened outside the school environment, um, or within the school environment, but teachers are not aware of. It. Of course, we, we, we teach our learners to report such um, 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 activities, bullying activities. But given the circumstances our learners are exposed to, for instance, on TV and other media, um, they, they want to solve problems. They want to sort of solve problems for themselves. And the learner uh, brings unauthorized uh, material to such as like the weapon. And one would start mm. questioning and wondering as to how the weapon even got to the school grounds in the first place. Yes, the safety mm. um, uh, policies we have in place, but then in most public, ordinary public schools, we do not have, whereby we, we cannot afford maybe a security company. It means there's no one at the gate um teaching the learners we only speak to them about matters of safety but in actual fact they bring these unauthorized materials like cell phones uh, whereby they can communicate and they bring those weapons so in in in, in practice there is no one to ensure that safety measures are put in place mm. Well, it seems as though you seem to be, or rather not you, but teachers seem to be put between a rock and a hard place considering um, the things that you mentioned or the fact that you are struggling with social services, having to reach them and other things. And also limited resources, especially in public schools, which is something that is not looked at um, because communities are very quick to say, oh, but teachers are doing this or teachers are doing that and not looking mm. at some of the strains that you you encounter or that you go through. How do you mm. deal with it as teachers? And also, what is it that can be done? Should we leave it to the teachers? Should we leave it to the department? Or how can the community help as well? Um, I think learners have um, enough time on their hands so communities could help us by engaging these learners. I, that, that's my thinking. Engaging these learners when they are not in school. For instance, consider recreational activities so that these learners do not find themselves 
every puzzle shop, you know, and, and not doing anything. And as well, um, the Department of Education could help by reinforcing the security measures in schools. Mm. Uh, for instance, maybe allocate enough such that a school can afford a security company. But then you would understand that uh, funds are allocated to, um, according to the, the, the quintile of the school. So some schools cannot afford um, uh, uh, the security companies. Now, we, it's very difficult. I must say, we are not coping easily with that as teachers. Because um, in the process, as teachers, we need to guard against not violating the due process rights of learners. So we, like you said, we we are caught up, you know, between a rock and a hard place. Look. When it comes to rights as well, that's also another thing that is an issue because you don't know when you're infringing on a on a learner's rights, um, and mm. when you're disciplining them, you don't know how to discipline them as well. You, I must say, big ups to teachers. Not enough is said about teachers and the work that you do. Mm. Mm. Not enough. Well, in closing, it is said that mm. a child is raised by a village. Um, how can parents? be involved in their child's life so that you know what the problem is and how can they work together with you as teachers? Yes, I think, I don't know, parents need to to be educated as well. Um, it's just that we, we have other factors like socioeconomic factors whereby a parent is staying far or is in another province um, working there. So it's not easy to monitor and, and you find that the child is left with grandparents or is even ahead of the family. The child himself or herself in grade 8, grade 9 is, is having siblings to take care of. I would say parents, it would be easier if parents would contribute so much to their children's education by, say, for instance, visiting the schools, becoming our friends as teachers, so that they check with us from time to time uh, regarding the progress of their learners, regarding the conduct of their, of their children, and so forth. I would say parental involvement should, should um, um, be extended to a level of friendship with educators. Maybe, maybe we could come right with this uh, distressed learner. Well, thank you so much for your time. Unfortunately, we have to leave it there. This is a conversation that I believe should be had more often. Um, and mm-hmm. thank you for availing yourself and for speaking to us on the challenges that you face as a teacher and helping us understand the mind of a learner. Okay, thank you, Dami. Thank you. Well, the voice you're hearing on the other end is that of Pauline Masemola, better known as Mama T, to her students as we were talking the mind of a student. Area code. FM Rewind. File 88.1.